Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known. And that is America. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation daily right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, and uh, thank you, all of you. Um, throughout the Fruited Plains. Uh, it has been a great ride these last, um, going on nearly six years, going on six years that we've been uh, doing this thing on the radio. Coming up at the bottom of this hour will be um, um, my my right hand, a true confidant of mine, uh, good friend, good, good, good friend, um, Michelle. You've heard me uh, call her name many times, uh, many times. And that, stick around. This will be a hoot. I promise you. Uh, she has uh, been been a very good, good uh, executive producer, and um, we've traveled this this road together. But today we're going to get a chance to share, and she as she's done down through the years, on occasion, uh, she's going to get a chance to share some of her thoughts and opinions on um, some of the, today's topics. Always interesting to bring her in. Um, hopefully, on next week we will be able to get Dr. Marlene McMillan. I have not had her on in a while. And I want to definitely um, get her take on what's going on here in America today, particularly in light of what's happening with um, Joe Biden and um, this COVID thing. Uh, Is there a design behind it? Dr. McMillan always has very good insight. But here later on today, uh, Michelle, my executive producer, will be on with me. You know, there are some things... um, and I'm going to set this up like this, that um, we are not seeing that this will have an effect on. Uh, Michelle and I are going to be talking about Joe Biden here and just <laughs> stick around. Just, 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 just hang on. Just hang around. But this COVID-19 thing, uh, folks, uh, it may be more to it than just meets the eye as far as the effect it's going to have on our communities. This um, Dr. Lorna Breen, noted ER doc in New York City. Folks, I want, I want you to I want, I want this to to sink in when you when you hear this because there may be some long term effects on our society even after we have forgotten, and I don't know if we will ever forget how we had to do this, but even after the effects on us who are able to cope has, has worn off and has gone away, Dr. Lorna Breen, ER doc in New York City, committed suicide. Uh, her um, superiors uh, said that she 
did not have any um, history of you know psychosis or or being in, in disturbed or anything of that nature. She, however, had indicated to relatives and friends that it was just too much. But there, there were people that she get, never got to that were brought in if, on, in the ambulances that she never got to, you know, that died before they got in there. And, and you know, we may not really know how bad this stuff is. We don't know. And, and yeah, yeah, I, I agree with so many um, friends, colleagues, and uh, people who I hang out with. We may be going back into doing this too soon. We, we very well may be. Uh, but we're caught, as the old proverbial rock and hard place is concerned. We're caught. Because we're, we're really, when you're talking about, uh, you know, you, you, you're in trouble if you do and you're in trouble if you don't. Huh? We got to go to work. But what's work if you're dead? <laughs> what, I mean, what's, what, who are you to your family if you're dead? Of course, you leave insurance. <laughs> but, but you're gone. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to pick that up again on the other side of the break. There are so many people who are persevering through all of this, and uh, there are churches who are persevering through all of this. And I want to give um, a special shout out to my pastor, uh, my pastor James A. McMinnis, back home in uh, Shreveport, Louisiana, Word of God Ministries, and. Um, he has been uh, leading and guiding, trudging straight along uh, as the Lord leads him and his congreg- in our congregation, his congregation, uh, to uh, staying together and being strong. And on this last Sunday, I wish I could have been a part of this. Um, I was hearing um, about it that as the pastor, you know, he can't gather there in Louisiana. In fact, governor of Louisiana, Edwards, uh, has extended the uh, stay-at-home order for another two weeks. So I imagine it'll be another two weeks at least before uh, our congregation, uh, our family at Word of God Ministries there in Shreveport gets back together. But our pastor, James Avon Menace, has uh, kept them together. And on this past Sunday... It was like uh, it was like um, you know that that scene in Hoffa. You had cars lined. <laughs> you had cars lined all up around the all, all up and down the roads. The pastor and wife uh, came into uh, to to service, and I'm sure it was very moving for him. Uh, he's like I am. He's a big old crybaby, you know. And so, uh, I, uh, watching uh, the service on Sunday. Uh, from the comfort of my home in um, Colorado, uh, and it was just just really great. And um, I'm really grateful too. Uh, all of you should be grateful if you have a pastor like I do. Um, come up to see us, my wife and I, when uh, Jane was still with me, and I never will forget that. Shoutouts to him and all pastors who are. Keeping it together, being um, sensible about how to do this, being good citizens. You do know that goes along with being a good Christian, right? Being a good citizen goes along with being a good citizen. 
being a good Christian. Being a good Christian goes along with being a good citizen. I would think it should bleed over into that. Some of the most mean and nasty people. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. But you know what I'm saying. Well, we're, we're going to talk about that, uh, those who are hanging in there. And I know I can't speak for a whole lot of others, but I know one uh, that is, and that's my pastor there in um, Shreveport at Word of God. We're going to talk about the effects of this time on the society in the second hour, uh, citing the fact that Dr. Lorna Breen, ER doctor, renowned ER doctor, the pressure, the stress, the anxiety of daily seeing people come in like this caused her, and who knows what it may have been, to um, say, I don't want it anymore. I can't take it anymore. Now, life is tough, regardless of how uh, you you live it, regardless of who you are. Things are going to come up. If trouble has not troubled you yet, just keep living. It will. Trouble's going to trouble you. Uh, my pastor, Dr. Edward Jones, um, in Louisiana, God rest his soul, uh, my mentor and my father in the ministry, he had this this um, saying, Clee, don't clee, don't bother, don't trouble, trouble until trouble troubles you. Yeah, trouble will knock on your door. If it hasn't, it will. And so I, I applaud um, uh, people who have stood strong and, and have been strong. But, you know, with the death of this uh, doctor who committed suicide, it brought to mind, and I was speaking to a friend of mine the other day about this COVID thing, this COVID-19 and uh, it came up just in by way of conversation that, and this is just something for you to think about. I'm floating this. I'm floating this out there to you. It, um, is it possible? I mean, they had ruled it out initially, but gee whiz, they ruled out a lot of things initially. Like it can't be transmitted to people. Person to person, it can't be. There's a lot of things that have changed as far as our approach to COVID is concerned. There's a lot of things that have changed. And one of the things that's changing as far as the opinion about its origin and how we all are having to look out for it and be careful of it. This is one of the things changing. And that is the idea that this virus may have been concocted. Just just examining all facets. I'm certainly not uh, wanting anybody to go screaming out into the street, <laughs> waving your hands, you know, like your house is on fire or anything. But hey, folks, um, if this is the way the game is being played, then the house is on fire. And the arsonist is among us globally. Huh? And um, this is turning to an Agatha. This could become an Agatha Christie thing. Who started Corona? Oh, that could be a great show, I think. It will be eventually. 
That's going to be a documentary. Uh, no doubt about it. Just not the kind that I make. Okay. Although I don't mind anybody offering a bit part in that. I'd like to be in that. Oh yeah. You, you can, <laughs> I just got this text saying, yeah, me too. And I, no, you can play one of the, I shouldn't make fun of that. But anyway, <laughs> where did it start? Where did it come from? Was it concocted? Was it intended to be like this? If it was intended to be like this, who then was the culprit behind it? Because they are truly evil. Are you hearing me? They, my friends, are evil. Oh, no, not Democrats, not Republicans, but anyone who would do this. No, I know. I know that uh, we have a twisted view of what certain definitions, uh, how they should be assigned and all of that. And we're assigning the wrong definitions to wrong circumstances and people and parties and all that type thing. My no, my friends, anyone, if in fact. Uh, Some of the very well thought out medical opinions are true, then this Corona-19, COVID-19, COVID-19, very well could be something that was concocted, made up, decided to uh, be unleashed. And if that's the case, then it's a whole new world. Because that means there's someone else who has something uh, brewing for us that they can unleash. It's been talked about for ages, biological warfare. And we know that it it is absolutely uh, possible. Saddam Hussein killed so many of his own people with um, chemical weapons that Of course, Bush was ridiculed for because he couldn't find them. I've never been able to figure out why the hell would you ridicule a president who was trying to find something that would kill us if, in fact, uh, they did exist. If he erred on the side of caution, then what was wrong with that? Nothing. And, And that's one of the things that we as Americans are going to have to stop being duped into doing. And that is attacking the people who are on our side. People who are looking for weapons of mass destruction, even if they don't find them, they're doing a good thing. And somehow, I don't know how that got to be bad on W's watch, on George W's watch, that got to be some kind of laughing matter that no, he was actually doing a good thing, trying to find those weapons because they did exist. There are people who are alive, whose parents died from the chemical weapons that were used on them by Saddam Hussein. So they were there. There's no question. They were, where did they go? Uh, You're as good as anybody's, but they were there. And we Americans have this tendency now, and it, it didn't begin with Trump. No, we've, we've, we've somehow all have done this since the Vietnam War. 
we've had this tendency, and rightly so, you know, we knew the, the, the Vietnam was a war we could have won. Vietnam was a war we could have fought and won and won quickly. But for the first time, uh, the American uh, adolescent, we, we had been adolescent for so long. I mean, it had been a leave it, leave, it, leave it to beaver world. Oh, yeah, it had been a Dick Van Dyke kind of world. Mary Tyler Moore world before Vietnam. We were innocent, big time. Oh, men and women still did what men and women do, but we as Americans as a whole, as far as our innocence, uh, uh, believing the good about our nation at all times, believing the good about our leaders and presidents at all times, something changed. The Mr. Smith goes to Washington type of person in the politician. We still held that up as an ideal, but he became more of a myth than the ideal politician, the Mr. Smith, the Jimmy Stewart's went away during the Vietnam War, and we've gotten progressively more jaded toward our politicians and even our soldiers. Uh, yeah. As the years have gone by, and now till we've gotten to a point where we actually want to publicly ridicule uh, a president of the United States um, because we think that's in vogue when actually we're charting and planning our own demise by undermining our own institutions. You do see that they have gotten you to do that, right? They've gotten you to willingly undermine your own institution because uh, they've gotten you to sing from their hymn book that uh, somehow you're not in charge. Huh? No, you're not in charge. We the people are still in charge of this country, believe it or not. But if you start buying into uh, the fact that uh, you cannot be greater than the person you elect to office, if you start buying into that, then yeah, feed you just about anything. Just about anything. If they can talk you into destroying and talking down and tearing down your own institutions. Hey, listen, it goes back to the old saying that the old folks always say, yeah, I don't have anything good to say. Don't say anything until you go vote again. Then you say something. It's simple. It's simple. If you don't like Donald John Trump, vote him out. Simple. But don't tear down our own institutions. I'm CL. Michelle is coming up uh, in the next segment. Don't you go anywhere. My uh, executive producer, my strong right hand, will be with me uh, when I return after the break. Don't go anywhere. Oh.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. And I want to thank all of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation daily right here on the CL Bryant Show. And uh, hey, folks, it has been uh, my privilege and joy to uh, be with you. Um, these, um, six years started off as a regional local show in Shreveport, Louisiana. And then, uh, before you know it, boom, two years later, we're, um, syndicated, uh, coast to coast, border to border, um, throughout the land, red state, red state talk radio, largest, uh, talk platform in the nation, most listened to as well. And if you're traveling through, uh, Times Square in New York City. Be sure to look up above the iconic Ripley's Believe It or Not um, building, where the Ripley's Believe It or Not building is there on in um, Times Square. You will see, if you look up above it, the Red State Talk billboard. Yeah, and every hour... Um, the CL Bryant show does pop up there and old CL's face is looking right back at you there in Times square, inviting you to tune in and be sure to do that. Well, um, here in just a few minutes, uh, Michelle is coming up and um, we're going to talk to her and, uh, we're going to visit with her, um, in just a uh, one minute, we're going to be with uh, Michelle. She's been, of course, with me uh, for the last five, nearly six years that we've been doing this. And um, after the top of the hour, we'll talk about um, the things that are affecting us in this country invisibly, like Dr. Lorna Breen, top um, ER doctor in New York City, committed suicide. And, and, and folks, suicide rates are up. Um, you know, families are closer, I think, uh, together, and I'm glad to hear that. But also abuse, though, is up in families. Child abuse, uh, spousal abuse, that type thing is, is up in uh, this country. And it brings up the question, did COVID actually, was it something that was concocted? Now, Michelle and I have talked about uh, these types of things for the last um, five years. And um, folks, I'm not really sure if I would still 
be doing radio if it wasn't for this lady who has uh, spurred me on. Jane and I had talked about walking away from this many a many a time, and um, it was always it was always uh, Michelle who uh, would say, you know, but you you you're, you're you have such. Uh, to offer, you know, your city and your your country, and I would think about that. And sometimes, folks, you don't get a chance to tell folks how much you appreciate them and thank them for their loyalty as a friend, and she has been that uh, to me, and I thank you. So uh, help me welcome uh, the thorn in my side uh, (laughs) to the show again, and that is Michelle. Welcome back to the show. Well, thank you, CL. And I think it's really about six years ago that we went into the studio to practice for six months how to do a radio show. (laughs) But on behalf of all your listeners, I am the person, as your executive producer, I get to deal with all of our guests, people that we do put on the air, people that we don't. And I'm the one who gets to see the impact that CL Bryant, the movie Runaway Slave, have had on black Americans. And I don't mean just black Americans at all, but I have seen personally firsthand the impact that that movie has had on black Americans to help them understand the deception that they live in, in their neighborhoods where you have to be a Democrat. And that what you say in the movie, they feel that way inside, but they never saw it played out to them by a black man before. So, yes, we I know your listeners I want you to stay on the air. You have a message. You have a voice. And honestly, I think this is the time, the greatest time for that voice for America. So thank you just had to throw that out there. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Um, um, I've known Michelle and her family now for a while, and uh, she's a friend. They're friends. And, uh, of course, her husband has my deepest sympathies. But just <laughs> 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 you know what? I make him better at being a lawyer because he has to argue with me. So. But, Seal, I thought it was interesting that you asked me to talk about this because, you know, I do work with women's groups around the country, yeah. Republican or conservative. Yeah. And I have had a lot of transitions in my political journey since I've worked with you because you've always been an activist. And I was more of an operative and in, you know, fundraising, have parties, take pictures. But you've really taught me about activism and engagement. And I don't mean protesting in the streets like lunatics. I mean something like this, where we have Joe Biden with actual credible accusations. And I want to hear more conservative Republican women that are in groups that are not in groups speak up for equity Amen. because we are always putting that responsibility on Donald Trump. It's like we sit back and watch Donald Trump defend himself on blacks, gays, the economy, the medical, this women. And I'm saying, no, we need to, to do this for ourselves. I mean, Joe Biden, see how you're friends with um, Clarence Thomas, aren't you? Yeah. Me and his wife was very good friends with my wife. And uh, of course, uh, Justice Thomas, we call him the justice. Uh, of course, they're wonderful people. Well, and Justice Thomas was attacked again without verifiable evidence. Joe Biden, during the Kavanaugh stuff, walked back even his pansy performance and said, oh, no, you shouldn't have been, you know, questioned so intently by these senators. You should no matter what happens. This is his quote two years ago. Whatever happens, women should be given the benefit of the doubt. Joe Biden said that 
in an article in USA Today two years ago. And yet I'm not seeing anybody from the Democrat side coming out and talking about equity and equality yeah, when it comes right. to this. You know, Michelle, let me let me run. Let me get your take on this then, since you um, uh, started this conversation, started this ball roll. And I really do want to talk about this and I uh, wanted to get you on to talk about it. Um, if if what Joe Biden said about Brett Kavanaugh, are you, and I know you remember this because we talked about it. In fact, um, uh, this was a, a very hot item on our show uh, several, several months ago now, last year, when Brett Kavanaugh was on trial and Biden and everybody was coming out uh, giving their two cent on it. And Biden said these words, uh, a woman, um, if, if she makes this accusation, must be believed. That's what he said. Those were his words. So does that make him guilty in this situation? And why... Michelle, are the is the uh, news media, the mainstream news media, CNN, where this story actually would broke? How come nobody's saying anything about this? And they, they they smeared Kavanaugh. Talk to us. Well, I think there are two different things. I mean, we we know that CNN obviously is corrupt because they're not a journalistic organization. I'm not just saying that as an opinion. It's because they buried this story, and now they're saying that it's hard to find the video. In the archives, but they, you know, and then it's just, it's complicated when it comes to CNN. But the truth is Alyssa Milano as a woman and, you know, and as a woman during the Kavanaugh hearings, I was the PR consultant for some national women's organizations. And I had to push some of them to engage in the discussion. And, you know, where some people were more ready to be active other women sit back and say, well, it's impolite. It's not my, my job to say that. I don't really have a platform. But Alyssa Milano went on Twitter in 2017 and basically said in a tweet, which, you know, that's just a few characters. If this has ever happened to you, then I want you to hashtag Me Too. And it went viral. And she started the Me Too movement. Yeah. Just, okay, well, now, you know what she says about Joe Biden? It's really hard for me to throw away this friendship and this great guy. This is called hypocrisy. And what I'm asking women to do is hold people accountable. Why is Alyssa Milano getting away with this? Now, another little truth about her, she's connected to Harvey Weinstein. Wow. The pig of all pigs where this is concerned. Wow. The revelations that came out in the courts about Weinstein are just the tip of the iceberg. And the women that were complicit, Alyssa Milano, Oprah Winfrey, actresses in Hollywood that I revere and think their work is incredible. Yeah. They were complicit with him and ignored it. And honestly, the whole culture in Hollywood was like, well, this is just the way it is and you have to deal with it. It is disgusting. And my only hope is that as we continue to become a woke society, that right and left, that we just talk about the truth. Because this is not okay for Alyssa Milano or Oprah or a disgusting Hillary Clinton, the enabler, to ignore and not say, you know what, I'm a Democrat, I hate the president, but this isn't fair. That's what I'm asking for. Preach, Some woman. Honesty. Preach, preach, woman. I mean, woman, you was preaching there for a while. I mean, uh, you're going to be able to hear this when we replay it. <laughs> but I mean, gee whiz, girl. I mean, it was. I mean, you were preaching, and you know I'm what? But no, angry, I, I agree CEO, with you. I agree anyway. with you. I agree with you on that. As far as it is concerned, let me ask you this, then, Michelle. Um, well, before you ask me, I need yeah. to ask you this: right. Have you heard the audio from the mom? 
Yes, 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 yes. That was no, that wasn't contrived. Is that crazy? I mean, this is 1993, before the internet was as big as it is today. I was a mom in 93, barely. Yeah. And I'm hearing this mother say something. And this is what I want women to talk about, especially women my age that have grown children. Yeah. She's a mom. She's calling Larry King. Her daughter, who was obviously, she was beautiful. I saw pictures, Mm -hmm. worked in D.C., was conflicted, as many women are, because that's the real Me Too movement. Yeah. Women say, well, I really respect this guy, and I have to overlook that he was attracted to me. That happens all the time. And that he's a pig? You overlook that he's a pig? Yeah, they overlook that. Because you didn't call him pigs in 93, CL. So the mom calls up. And I started to cry. I'm going to be honest with you. Well, you As know, mom, Michelle, what? before you go into that, hold that thought. Hold that thought. Don't lose that thought now. Now, folks, I want to I want to qualify what Michelle's about to no, say. No, don't. Because she speaks for both. She speaks for both of us because we both no. have daughters. Okay. okay. I have three daughters. She has two. I have a son. She has a son. Go, Michelle, continue. I just wanted to make that. Okay. Yeah. And all of our children are beautiful. And that we can at least say that. It is a well, fact. You can't, you can't, so say, you can't say that. You can't say that, Michelle. had to deal with men that are forward. But to hear the mom say this, I being a mother, and she was so carefully tactful because they really are Democrats. And they really believe in this stuff. And she was saying, hey, y'all are talking about what can be done about this. But my daughter was there and this didn't happen for her. And this is 1993, CL. You know, there was no 24-hour news cycle in this way it is today. It's like, it almost is like a prophetic voice speaking out to us because nobody can say, they know it's the mother's voice. That's, you know, verifiable. No, no doubt. And the girl worked there. So it, it blows my mind. It's too real. Michelle, so it's too real to be, that. it's too real to be BS. It's, oh God, yeah. yeah. It's too today, real to be BS. Today you can make that happen, but not in nineteen. No, no, you and couldn't. Larry King does the magic of, let me just take your statement and just qualify it again and bring clarity in case in 2020 they miss what you're trying to say. Good old I mean, Larry. It's almost like that. Good old Larry. Who would have thought Larry'd still be here in, in 2020? But anyway. <laughs> I know, right? Like, seriously. <laughs> who would have who thought it? But anyway, he's still around. And uh, But let me ask you this. This is the question I was going to ask you. Then, uh, since... Uh, the liberal Me Too movement type of women are giving Joe, Uncle Joe, cover on this. Are mm-hmm. they then the real problem when it comes to women being believed when something like this happens? Because they're having it both ways. They're choosing, picking and choosing which men to crucify uh, on this. And if right, right. You, you can't have it both ways. Either men who do this are pigs, all of them, conservative or liberals, or, they're not, or, or you give them a pass, period. We, we go back to the 50s. We go back to the 40s with men, right. uh, you know, groping women and, and, and that type of thing. I remember uh, my father uh, being so angry, Michelle, uh, one time when he came in. Uh, my mom told him about an incident that happened on uh, her job, you know, and so forth. But it was commonplace back then. But dad got it straight. But anyway, uh, just no, this. But it's complicated. I mean, it's definitely more complicated when we go back to history in the United States. I don't know about the rest of the world, but, you know, looking at the United States, it is complicated. But what they are, 
they're an accomplice. That's what I call them. And they're an accomplice because if you believe in the truth, like with Kavanaugh, if I had heard a Larry King tape of that girl's mother, I, I wasn't looking to justify Kavanaugh because I'm a Republican woman. No. I, I was looking for truth, which is what I, you and I both do that. We're not like paid shills for the Republican no, Party. No, no, no. We don't hide people's sins no. because they agree with us. You and I talked about this. If Kavanaugh, if Brett Kavanaugh had done what he had been accused of doing— I know that we would have been the first with the pitchforks in our hands. Let's string him up. You know, there's exactly. no question about it. But and you were the one who taught me how to use the pitchfork. <laughs> I do want to clarify that. But 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 we we're not. We if, if the Republican Party is wrong, if the president right. is doing something right. that is wrong. But this is what you and I have talked about for a long time now. And I'm really glad to have you on here uh, today. On with me is Michelle, my executive producer, has been with me since the C.L. Bryant show began, and uh, we have been friends. Uh, ever since and a really good confidant of mine one of my closest friends and uh, this is something that we had talked about uh, as far as it was concerned and that was if in fact we are going to honestly have this discussion michelle on yes. on on this then we're going to have to deal with it without giving one party a pass or one group of people a pass and right. vilifying the others it's got to be the same biden if biden what biden said is true if that's the way we judge this then he's guilty right now well and i think <laughs> that you hit the nail on the head so this is definitely about women and this is about this particular issue but one of the problems that you and I both have with the left is that they're not, and sometimes the right, you know, the Kool-Aid drinkers, is the dishonesty. Alyssa Milano needs to show women that she has courage to denounce her relationships. Because, again, this is a longstanding story. These horrible things would happen in homes, and people didn't say anything about it. Okay, so if you want women to speak up, then it needs to be the environment of we tell the truth. And how do you curtail false accusations? It has to do with truth, CL, and courage. And in America, you know, justice is you have to have witnesses. There yeah. has to be evidence. Yeah. You can't just make a flailing accusation because it protects us from lies. On the other hand, if it is just a man and a woman... How do you know that it really happened? And one of the ways that people have come up with it is to say that she told people. Yeah. Now, this ballsy Ford woman, she didn't tell anybody because it was all fabricated. Yeah. But this woman, Tara Reid, told people. She actually told a friend of hers who's a big-time Democrat in California who loves and is still going to vote for Biden. Yeah. But she said she took her party to task. And see, I respect that this girl that. this girl told her mama michelle she told her mama listen my girls would have told their mama in turn their mama would have told me and uh you know it would have been on and and but so that's well, how you can justify it listen hold on hold on michelle i gotta go to break i don't have anybody here counting me down you know how it is so hold on right there i'm gonna bring you right back folks you're listening to the cl bryant show yes we are having this conversation coast to coast and border to border around the world right here on the C.L. Bryant Show and uh, throughout 
the Fruited Plains over Red State. Red State Talk, largest talk platform in the nation, most listened to in the nation. Glad that you could come along with us as we build the bridge to conversation daily right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. Michelle and I will be back with you. Michelle, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. Thanks for listening. worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. CL back with you live and in living color. I am here uh, on the CL Bryant show coast to coast and border to border throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. On with me has been my partner, and uh, I guess, and some people, I guess, have thought we've committed a crime over these last six years. But I have, I have my my partner in crime with me on the phone here, Michelle. But we've done we've we've done some great things. We've had everybody on Michelle from uh, Hannity to Beck to Doctor uh, to Judge Janine Pirro to the bum on the street. We've had everyone. On this show, homeless people we've had on this show, everyone. And um, I certainly am glad to uh, be able to share this portion of the show here today with uh, someone who has helped me make it all happen here. And that is Michelle. Michelle uh, has been with me, my executive producer. Michelle, when we left, we were talking about... um, how you know it can't it can't be played out both ways but even though people want to do that um by their own standards they're not living is that what you're saying to us is that what you were were talking to us about uh, as far as the me too movement is concerned michelle talk about us talk to us uh, about uh, about that i don't know if their standard was ever to tell the truth at all costs. I think that honestly, they might have gone into this like Alyssa Milano to be bashing the right. I think a lot of people jumped all over the president. I was also in a large national women's organization when the revelations came out. It was on a Friday about the president during the 16 election. And as women, we talked through how we were going to respond. And we decided to overlook those tapes that you remember about the president yeah, and go yeah, yeah. full behind him. Yeah. But we didn't say 
he didn't say that. We said that that doesn't affect our decision-making. I'm seeing that with these women, they need to be honest like we were and say, he did this or he could have done it or yes, this woman does need to be believed. And I'm hoping that this, what we really need to do in America, CL, and you see this, we need to start being about the truth, not the right or left. We need to be about honesty. The best thing about this younger generation, the millennials and the generation after them, is they're sick and tired of just kicking the can down the road. Yeah. Let's make this like a movement, any age, that we tell the truth. I don't like it when people put me in a box because I support the president and then tell me I'm racist or I'm ignorant. Yeah. I don't like it at all. I mean, I'm over all this. And yeah. I'm really, honestly, because of my job with you, I get to meet the coolest people. Like I said, some of them we have on the air, like this week, just really cool people. Last week, yeah. Representative Karen Whitsett in Michigan. Oh, yeah. I got to talk with her personally, cry and pray with her. She is the future. And you know what, Michelle? <laughs> Uh, Gordon Chang, Gordon Chang, got to get him back yep. on, uh, especially Dr. since Chang. this thing is. Oh my gosh, talking to his wife, CL. Oh man, and and hearing that they were in Hong Kong last September doing during the um, the marches and things, mm-hmm. and all the young people saying that they were trying to protect Dr. Chang because they had no fear for their own life and safety. The young people during these marches, yeah. and for and Dr. Chang's wife, she's from China, yeah, hundred percent, yeah. saying. Because truth and freedom, CL, they have no boundaries. It's not just an American idea. The Bible says, and our Constitution says, that it's in the heart of every being that's ever born to have this kind of freedom. Freedom. America was just the opportunity to experiment and see, will this work? And it's been working for over 200 years. But I'm telling you, CL, we need to make some course corrections so that we can keep our freedom of thought and our freedom of speech, because this pandemic, like you were saying earlier, brought families together. But now you're getting shamed about the mask. You know, <laughs> half-witted friends of mine on Facebook that can't tie their own shoes. So they're masked. I've now decided that if you don't wear a mask, you're the enemy of all that's good in America. You're mask shamed. You're being mask shamed. I haven't mask heard. Shamed. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that. Hashtag mask shamed. I got to do that. <laughs> Get it out there, girl. Put it on the website. Hashtag mask shamed. Uh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this uh, now. Uh, you brought. I want to go circle back to something you said just a minute ago. Uh, you were talking about uh, the president and the accusations against him when he first ran for office. I want to remind all the people the president had not held any office, and he was a billionaire playboy. And um, that was easy to give a billionaire playboy a pass on what he did in his billionaire playboy life. But when he ran for president, now, if anything like that came up on Trump now, it would, it would ruin him. But exactly. this, this is what I want to it, it definitely ruin him with me and anybody else who is honest. But let me ask you this question. I, he had this is a Stormy Daniels moment for Biden, but there's no Stormy Daniels uh, uh, oh, right. you Attorney. Know, publicity <laughs> about all of this. It's just not going on. Uh, what's happening here? How come we're not Biden is not getting the Stormy Daniels treatment? Is it because we're preoccupied with covid or we're no, just ignoring no. this? It's been too clear. So since I started doing this show with you, we have seen a lot of changes on the landscape. And one of them is with the media. It has become more and more clear how biased they are. This is craziness. CNN, 
Cuomo pretending to be in quarantine in his basement? I mean, and, and now they're not taking this on, and they're the ones who propped up the creepy porn lawyer as, um, I think, Tucker really, you know. Yeah. Anyway, and now, I mean, there is not, this is all opinion-based people who, and I'm going to cut them a little slack and say that they're deceived, thinking that what they're doing is good for America, but they're liars yeah. and they're hypocrites. And we need to be able to call them what they are without seeming like we're belittling them. This is about honesty and integrity for our country. So, yeah, there's no, it's not because of COVID. They're using it as a cover, but it's happening. And, and I see a lot of Republicans able to keep abreast of current events. Look at what happened is happening with General Flynn. Those cases are going up. We're not, you know, put aside because of COVID. COVID is a terrible thing, mm-hmm. and we, but we're still working in our country to bring the truth out everywhere. Let me ask so, you this. No, it's a, but it's an excuse. Yeah, it's sure just it an excuse. Let me ask you this, then. I can't let you go without uh, asking about my hometown, Shreveport, Louisiana, uh, and my home state of Louisiana. Uh, I saw the governor on with um, uh, the president today, uh, San John Bell, on with the governor today, um, on with the president today. Mm-hmm. And uh, how, how, give us uh, your bird's eye view of what's happening on the ground there. What's happening down there? Well, I think we have an interesting governor. Um, he's not a Republican, as we all know. No. Prior to right now, he showed such strong pro-life beliefs that he took on the left, and that's what I call them, the left in the fall about being pro-life um he's in a he's in a sticky situation Uh, he went to west point i think that he has responded to this on his own he's responded like it's a military crisis which he has those skills to do that sadly in our home state and you're a black man and you know this better than i do there is a lot of racial tension being created by the left and they're trying to use this as an opportunity to somehow say that you know institutionalized racism is the reason why black people are, are more affected in Louisiana. Black and poor are more wow. affected by this disease because of institutionalized racism. Wow. But we know better, and wow. I want you to be able to talk about this all every day wow. because this is a thing. And Karen Whitsett in Detroit, she's coming against it saying it's black Democrat leaders that have been governing these poor black communities that have stagnated growth, and these people cannot stay at home because there is no electricity, there's no food, there's no keep people teaching children. Right. But it's not because of the president, and it's not some institutionalized racism, right. unless you're saying that welfare is yeah. part of that institutionalized racism. Well, you know, it doesn't make sense about that, and uh, this is what uh, the show does is build a bridge to conversation. Uh, tell that to the Italians. Tell that to the Spanish. Tell that to the Chinese. I mean, uh, these uh, societies, if you're in Italy, you're surrounded pretty much by Italians. But they had a huge death rate as far as COVID. Was that institutionalized racism? I don't think so. No, I think what has happened in this country is that uh, uh, we have seen uh, the folly of uh, us in taking care of our health. And um, to be honest, and, and if the shoe fits, you got to wear it. If to be honest, if you have not been someone who uh, has been able to provide the right health care for yourself or uh, the right nutrition or whatever for yourself, or if you've just not eaten properly, if you have not taken care of yourself, I don't care if you're black, white or whatever. 
this thing is more you're more susceptible to getting this thing. That's the truth of it, and it's not institutional racism. Otherwise, uh, the Italians will be calling each other racist. So would the uh, Chinese, and so would the Spanish, and everyone else who has been dying from this thing around the world. It would all have to be institutional racism. Well, I think that we get to hear you talk about this and do stuff on it because it's going to be an issue that they're going to use because that's what they do. They twist, lie, and create divisiveness. So that would mean then South Dakota, uh, you know, know, like what's with South Dakota? She didn't even close down. Is it because they're all white supremacists? Yeah. CL, you're going to be the lead voice, and we have so many black voices for the president. For Trump. Yes. Black voices for Trump. Yes. Tune in. (laughs) I'm hoping, CL, because I have this feeling, because I do live here, and there are many poor people, and they are black. So when you're giving them welfare money, you're not giving them nutritional advice. I don't understand how – I don't want the government being big brother. No. But I don't understand how you just throw money at people and don't try to empower them to be better and be different. To help themselves, yeah. And, yes, uh, that's and, what this and, is and about, course, empowerment. Folks, it's we understand You're that... always going to be poor, so i got to take care of you. Right. That's degrading to humans, no matter what color they are. As you see, folks, I don't ever get a word in edgewise <laughs> on, uh, on my show, uh, the, the thorn in my flesh. But anyway... <laughs> But I make you laugh more than anybody else. Yeah, yeah. But just the same, I uh, want to thank you for coming on with me here today. And uh, about to be out of time, got about two minutes. Um, anything, you, any last party, any parting shots? I know you got one. No, I just want to hear you talk about this because I'm telling you, they are making this into a political football. And they're going to try to influence our governor with it. He already created a task force talking about it. They have these words for it that are just ridiculous. Well, if, you're if a that's the case, from, Michelle, a, a black if that's the case, Shreveport, Louisiana, uh-huh. you need to be taking care of your people, not hanging out with the governor of Baton Rouge talking about disparities, yeah, you're racial right. disparities. And, but it's a program, Michelle. It's a fun, I'm going to talk about it in the second half of the show. It's a program. It's a fundamental change that is trying to uh, take place. And if uh, certain people that we you have told me about uh, have their way in your in ours in the city that you live in, uh, then uh, you guys may be closed down for a long, a long. Yes, I've seen time. your text messages. Yeah. Well, just remember, this is really your city, and and you know, Shreveport, Louisiana, is unique because it was the last capital of the Confederacy. Yeah. So we're you're going to see good stuff's going to happen. You're going to fix Shreveport. That's what I'm saying. We'll do what we can. Hey, listen, God bless you, kid. Uh, Much love to you and your family. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. That was Michelle Michele, my um, executive producer, been with me for a long time, good friend, confidant of mine. And as you can tell, um, um, she um, uh, probably thinks that she runs my life. You know, uh, but, you know, that's, anyway, glad you were on. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. After the top of the hour, I'll be back. There's much, much, much for us to cover in the final hour. I want to cover it with you. Be here with me. I'll talk to you in just a minute. Road, boys. I'm just.
Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I'm really glad that you're uh, are able to come along with me here today. Thank you for making us as popular as um, we have become throughout the fruited plains. And if you're traveling through Times Square, be sure to look up above uh, the iconic Ripley's, believe it or not, and there you will see the Red State Talk billboard um, there on uh, above Ripley's. And every hour, along with a lot of other things that flash up there on the uh, billboard, the C.L. Bryant Show comes up uh, every hour, oh, what, for about 10 seconds, 10, 12 seconds. Uh, it's up there and it's gone, you know, <laughs> and uh, and so uh, you have to wait another hour to to uh, to cycle it for it to cycle through. But it's so exciting. But up there for about a year to year and a half now. And I certainly do appreciate um, uh, all of you for coming along with us daily as we build a bridge to conversation right here in our great nation, the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known. Um, you know, I opened the show on a very, it was an it was a incredibly somber note because I was remembering this doctor. Her name was Lorna Breen, Lorna Breen, ER specialist in New York City commits suicide because it appears it just drove her over whatever edge she was close to anyway. And friends, it is these moments, it is times like these when we do begin to see and experience Breaking points. Yours may be still 50 yards or 100 yards away, but you know you're headed toward it. You can see it. You can see a point when you will say, the heck with this. I have had it. I am not going to take it anymore. You reached that uh, network moment. You know, um, yeah. Mattis, Mattis, Hades, Mattis, hell, I'm not going to take it anymore. You, we all have that that place to go. Some of us, it's further off. My fuse, I have a very long fuse, and uh, the Lord has done that. It was once very short, but I thank God that He has lengthened my fuse. It was once a hundred feet. Now it's over a hundred yards. You can go a long way, 
and um, <laughs> treating me badly <laughs> and treating me badly before I may react. I don't know, but woe unto you when I react. But just the same, this is the thing. There are people who are at that reaction point, driven there by this invisible enemy, driven there by this invisible enemy that we call COVID, COVID-19. We still really don't know its nature after these years, after the, not years, but after these months, two months, we still don't know its nature. We would know more about its nature if we had been told the truth from the beginning, but we were lied to by the Chinese who are now saying that they are telling the truth and we are lying. And then you have people entering into this picture uh, saying to folks that this is a uh, is evidence of institutional racism. <laughs> oh my. Okay then, break free. And don't accept any government handouts. Break free. Band together, pool together your own resources and create an entity. Break free. You see, friends, you can't have it both ways. You can't call the feds or this ordeal that we're going through institutional racism and then ask for money from the plantation overseers so that you can be more comfortable in the institutional racism. No, if if something is institutional, as you were saying, then why would you go to the institution to try and find a remedy for it? No, you'd have to change the nature of the institution, which is not necessary because it has already given you the tools to be free. Be free. Break free. I don't know how to do that. I don't know. How to, no, you do know how to do it. You don't want to do it. Everyone who has gained uh, success, who has gained wealth, who gains power, who gains uh, independence, they want it bad enough to go and get it. They want it bad enough to seek it and find it. And it's mighty strange to me, and I've never been able to uh, sign on to anyone who uh, wants to, you know, denigrate, downgrade your uh, achievements, your accomplishments, and in your drive, tenacity. They want to denigrate yours because they lack it. Misery loves company, you know. 
And uh, when I, you know, I was, a, I was a Democrat for many, many years, but then I realized how huge, how huge that plantation was. Absolutely huge. And they only have one rule. And you can stay in this plantation. You can be elevated uh, as long as you want, as long as you follow this one rule, especially as a black Democrat. You must follow this one rule. Thou shalt not speak ill of a fellow Democrat and certainly not leadership. If you're not Ocasio-Cortez, thou shalt not speak ill of them. Reagan tried to adopt that. He tried to get Republicans to go along with it, but it's against the nature of Republicans to uh, be that kind of herd animal. <laughs> that's why that's why we we so scattered, splintered all the time. That's why Nancy Pelosi still holds the gavel. John McCain, uh, you know, he did what he felt he had to do. That's the nature of a Republican. A lot of people uh, were mad at me for, uh, you know, not getting on McCain kick him in, kicking him in the sides and all this kind of stuff for, I wasn't going to do that. I was not going to do that because, uh, John McCain did what he felt was best. And I know that he did not like the president. I understand that, but you, you must also understand that this is our strength and our weakness as conservatives and Republicans is that many times we'll go rogue. We'll go rogue. We'll go renegade in a minute, especially if it uh, we feel that there is something that is violating our principles. We'll go rogue in an instant. As all of you know, I was a Tea Partier. Everybody knows this. McCain was absolutely against. Uh, he was. He wasn't with the, with the Tea Party at all. McCain wasn't down with that at all. But most people would think that all every Republican was in, involved with the Tea Party. No, they weren't. McCain thought we were loony birds or whatever, you know, and then, hey, I didn't hate him for that. That's the strength of the Republican Party. You do that same thing in the Democrat Party, you turn on the Democrat Party, man, you have a silly, you have really bad stuff going on there. We have the flexibility to turn. There are never Trumpers right now. Jeff Flake, I talked about him yesterday. Jeff Flake is one of them. There are many never Trumpers. Don't dare think that all Republicans are uh, of the mindset that uh, President Trump is of or the the, the type of um, personality trait that he has. Few of us have the president's personality traits. He's unique that way. But when it comes to the principles of what he's talking about, oh, yeah, I get him. I get that. And I think so many times um, what gets in the way with uh, this president is that uh, a lot of people are very much, you know, pushed back by his temperament or his perceived temperament. He's really a really great guy. But now, suicide, um, spousal abuse, abuse of children is depression, depression, anxiety. All of those things are up, although on the plus side, 
you do have families that are closer together, even though my children are in a, an entirely different time zone. One is in a two different. You have to skip over two different time zones to get to her in the East Coast, you know, and grandchildren in, in that same time zone and in and the other time zone. It's hard when you only have maybe one relative or something uh, to reach out to that's in your time zone. You can't see them. You know, you, you can't see them. And as bad as you'd like to, you, you, you just play it out the way it has to play out and see them when you can. It's tough on me and I'm a rock. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but it's tough on me. So I understand um, how it could be on, you know, lesser human beings. It, it, it could be, <laughs> it could really be tough on people. It's working on people's minds. The children know that, you know, something is upside down with this. The kids know this and it works on them. They have this unique thing, uh, the ability, innate thing, not to show because they're children and they want to go ahead and enjoy that. But they know that something is not right. And so surely when our regular routine is knocked out of its orbit, who knows what you may be thinking about? And like I said before, how many people are... Close were close to the edge before this happened. They were close to the edge before this happened. And they did not need to be pushed in any way, shape or form. They didn't need it. But this was the shove that, uh, I don't know. And as I was saying to you, uh, the evil in all of this, or that could be, let me say, there is an evil that could be behind all this. And as I was saying, I was talking to a, a friend um, the other day, and um, they mentioned to me that, and they, and without saying too much, are, you know, medical professionals, and um, good and, you know, recognized within their field. And um, they were saying, through their learned experience, that this COVID thing, COVID-19, very well could be a super virus that has been um, concocted. Now, it's not to uh, say that, you know, it's just all we have now is spectacular. And all we can do in order to better decipher what's going on here and how we live through this, all we have is to, you know, to do is all we can do is speculate because we don't know. But if it was concocted, then friends, I am telling you that is truly evil. Evil on the first shelf scale. Top shelf. Top shelf evil. So evil does exist. Right? Evil 
does exist, whether it's the face of a person or something that is invisible or an intentional act that would uh, unleash this type of chaos on a globe, our world. If you are of that type of mindset, and if you understand that that type of mindset does exist, although I'm not saying that it actually happened, but it is being kicked around now because there are some dots that are not being connected as to it being accidental. And if this was intentional, then yeah, whether you believe it or not, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if you believe. Listen, you know, that's the thing about believing in God. <laughs> doesn't matter if you doesn't matter if you believe it or not. Doesn't matter if I believe it or not. He is. And that's uh, along with I am uh, are the two most profound statements that can possibly be made. In fact, they are actually statements that are above the the comprehension of uh, the human mind to truly comprehend the concept of is and am. God says, I am that I am, and only he can actually understand the true meaning of what he said. And so here we are trying to decipher through all of this type of thing in our own infinite or finite, very finite minds when we're dealing with a problem that evidently uh, has infinite implications how will this echo into eternity? And many of us uh, may believe that you're overthinking that. No, I'm not. Because if you consider that, then you also consider your movement and your actions in the next moments if they echo throughout eternity. It makes you more aware of what you do, what you say, and how you treat folks. If you understand that that next treatment, that next thing you say does indeed echo throughout eternity because you're forever building your eternity headed toward that way in the now right now. It's what we have. We have right now. This is it. If it's cut off. If for some reason the house collapses on me right now and I don't make it out of here, it's over. My now is over, and I have just um, gone to meet what I have echoed into eternity. That's one way of looking at it. It's a deep way. It's it's a, a way that we must. It it is. <laughs>
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. And it is that, all because of people just like you throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known. Let's keep it that way. Let's not forfeit our birthright uh, to foolishness. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Are you hearing me? Speaking of foolishness, double standards, and um, the covers being blown off, reaping what you have sown, what goes around, comes around, karma, you name it, whatever you want to, however you want to put it. (laughs) Joe Biden is... I guess has come due (laughs) and it's happening for poor uncle Joe in the worst time this right now let me let me if I can lay out a time frame for you that will spell disaster for Joe Biden and of course uh, bring about the um, prophetic word that I have already issued with Andrew Cuomo gaining the nomination of Democrat Party and, of course, Joe Biden inhabiting where Joe Biden is usually inhabiting during this season of any presidential election season, right? And Joe's usually Joe, – Joe has never been where he is right now, and he won't be there much longer. <laughs> he won't. It just – some things – you know, it's like the girl that got away, Joe – Some things are just not in the cards. And hey, I saw the girl that got away uh, not long ago. And I'm glad she got away. Joe, you, this, (laughs) Joe, this may be one of those moments for you. If you got the presidency, you'd be like the dog who chased the car. You catch it. What the? You can't drive it, Joe. What do you do with it? It may be the best thing that ever happened, Joe. You not ever becoming president of the United States. You may regret it now, but you'll thank God that he didn't allow you to become president of the United States. And Joe, I know that I will thank God. 
that uh, you didn't become president of the United States. And it's because of this, Joe, this thing that you're going to have to be held accountable for. It's not going to go away. It's not going to leave the scene. And if I were you, if I were giving you advice, as is the job that I have to do, please hear me, Joe. If you know that there is nothing to this, then come out your guns blazing Call her out into the streets of Dodge City and shoot this down. Now, don't let it fester. That's free advice, Joe. How do you go about doing it? Well, if I told you, you you could do it very easily if, in fact, right is on your side. If this is humbug, Joe Biden, then if if I were if you were to hire me and not trying to solicit anything, Joe, I'm already employed. But if you were to hire me, I would tell you to get ahead of this quickly and I would tell you how to get ahead of it quickly. I would initiate it for you. I don't know who's handling you. Joe Biden, I don't know who's handling this for you, but if it's not true, get out ahead of it and kill it. But Joe, if it is some truth in this, even an inkling, And if it happens to be full-blown true, as her late departed mother believed it was and loved her child enough to call Larry King and put it on record, Joe, if it is true, then you're probably doing the right thing. (laughs) And that is to hide in your basement. Praying that there's a second wave of this thing that will keep this off of the front pages. Because Joe Biden, if Corona wasn't so prevalent in the American conversation right now, you would be twisting in the wind, I believe, as a presidential candidate. Bernie would rue the day. That he got out. But just perhaps. And because I'm jaded and I sort of think this way. Just perhaps. This was the ring around the rosy way. Of getting Bernie out. Getting Biden out. And putting Andrew in. Cuomo, I am telling you, Democrats, Cuomo is going to be your guy. Now, the president will thump him like a drum, too. Oh, yeah, you'll beat, beat him like a drum, too. Cuomo has no, no way of beating the president, you know. There, there, there are issues that Joe Biden and Joe Biden's issue is China, uh, i.e. Hunter Biden. And um, Cuomo's, Cuomo allowed AOC, Cuomo didn't have enough strength 
um, as a governor to keep Amazon in his state. Uh, de Blasio didn't have enough strength, uh, you know, and Cuomo together couldn't stop a, an upstart New York representative, uh, House of Representative, uh, from pushing Amazon out of New York. So Cuomo is no match for Donald John Trump because both of them are New Yorkers and Trump. We know what Trump did for New York. And we can only tell you that Andrew Cuomo has presided over a basically bankrupt city. And he's whining. But he's going to run for president. He's going to be the nominee. And the president is going to thump him, beat him like a drum. He's going to do it. But this is the this is the the strangest thing about this. Let me give you let me show you how this timeline plays out for Joe Biden. Here's the timeline. Okay, so the country opens back up in June. That's friends. May is basically bookshelved. State of Louisiana is holding off until the 15th of May to open up anything to let people mingle and all this kind of thing again, okay? So, um, hmm. July, June, July, August, you got to have conventions. And I do believe in the Democrat National Convention, they're going to draft Andrew Cuomo to the presidency of the United States because things would have gotten so bad for Joe Biden because he was not able to campaign. Uh, this Stormy Daniels, um, Demo- this Democrat version of Stormy Daniels has co- is coming up, although this girl was not a stripper or uh, adult actress or anything. We'll give her that much. She was uh, an intern who was... Uh, and which makes it even, which actually in my mind makes it worse because at least Stormy was in the business. <laughs> this girl was not looking for this at all. Makes it worse. Now, they'll never admit that, but um, this does make it worse when someone is trying to force themselves on you. Hmm? All of us have had that. Uh, you know, you know, people have wanted to force their attention on you and yada, yada, yada. But uh, for women, men, this is, uh, if you really know women, if you really sit down and have women who are friends of yours, and you really sit down and talk with them about uh, some, some of the creeps they've come across and some of the pigs they've experienced, yeah. uh, you know, you'd be surprised. And so... This girl was describing a creep and a pig. This mother was trying to be subtle about describing a creep and a pig. No, this was not some exotic dancer who he was carrying on with. 
This was an in, this was an intern. This was a, a young this was a young girl. He knew better. Yeah. He was he held office at the time. No comparison. What so strange and odd to me about all of this that happens that the, the, the Democrats try Democrats started this Russian collusion thing only to find out that it was actually Hillary and um, that crew who were dealing and colluding with the Russians and actually paid for the dossier. Okay. That's that's what we found out. That backfired. All right, we uh, then I'm gonna try to impeach the president and this conversation that he had with this Afghan president himself, um, this was just improper, according to some idiots. Now, it backfired, too, and some people may say, well, he's forever impeached. No, he's forever exonerated. <laughs> yeah, he's forever exonerated of doing anything wrong as far as what they wanted to impeach him for. There was nothing, there was nothing, there was no there there. And it did depend solely in everybody's mind on what, um, you know, the nature of is, is. (laughs) Bill got away with it. There was nothing there. So, here we go now with uh, this thing using Joe Biden's own words when we were dealing with Brett Kavanaugh and Miss Ford. Joe said when a woman makes these types of accusations, we should believe her. And friends, believe me, I have uh, three daughters uh, that I have. Well, actually, I've raised five girls, but uh, three daughters of, of my own and a uh, son. And uh, my daughters tell me or their mother or if they told their mother something like this or if they told me something like this. Yeah, you better believe I believe them. And um, my daughters then, um, if I needed proof, I'm sure they could give me proof of it. This woman has the proof of it. She told people about it. She told her mother about it. Her mother told Larry King about it. It's documented. Totally different than Brett Kavanaugh. There was nobody that could even substantiate not a close friend, not anybody could substantiate what um, Blasey Ford was saying. Totally different than this. You have a CNN clip on the Larry King show. Before internet, you know, splicing and dubbing and all that, the mother's voice has been confirmed. It is her voice. And there's no reason to dig back like that if, the, if there's no reason to dig back like that. Friends, there's a reason to dig back like that. And, and using the words of Joe Biden, if a woman makes this type of accusation, 
we should believe her. You know, I agree with him. And I did believe Blasey Ford until it was unbelievable. I always suspected that she was coming forward as someone who probably did mess around with Brett Kavanaugh. But uh, come to find out, they'd never met. Ever met. But I believed her until we found out that she couldn't be believed. And so, guess what? I believe Biden's accuser. Until it can be proven that she cannot be believed. Which also means now there has to be, like it was, into a Supreme Court nominee, there has to be an investigation, shouldn't there be? If we're going to take Joe's words and believe the woman when she makes that accusation, this woman has made this accusation. She has been deemed uh, credible by very many, and she's even been deemed credible by CNN. You know how you know she's been deemed credible by CNN? It's because CNN is not on this story at all. (laughs) And it came across their airwaves initially. This complaint came across CNN's airwaves initially. And I think they're handling it totally wrong. I think CNN could actually make a lot of hay with this if it's not true. And that's what makes me think that it is, is the way they're acting. The way Biden is acting. If this woman was lying on me and lied on me like this, I mean, you had better believe I would be shaking stuff. I would be shaking things. I would be irate. That's one of the reasons why I knew that Kavanaugh, uh, I I felt initially that Kavanaugh was telling us the truth because this man was so passionate about it with his daughters and his wife. I thought it was an absolute travesty. It was a shame what they attempted to do to him. But Whatever you want to call it, reaping what you're sowing, ivory and I, karma, tooth for tooth, what have you. Joe, you sowed this. And now that crop that you had sown, that thing that you had planted, it's coming up again. It's coming up in your field. You planted it. You may reap the whirlwind on this one, Joe. But remember, you planted it. I'm CL. We'll be back. Home stretch. Just a minute. Don't go anywhere. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up. You thought I was to die for 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. Best I can always in the heaven hand and for the flag I stand. CL back with you on this great day home stretch of the CL Bryant show, and I think that we're heading into a um, moments that um, will be teachable. Yeah, I think we're heading into uh, teachable moments. Yeah, and one of the things that, un- unfortunately, and I, and and can I, may I say this? I have never ever wished ill to anyone who believes politically different than me. No, that's that would be that would be psychotic. <laughs> <You know? laughs> It would, it would be like uh, hating someone because they're Jewish or they're Muslims, you know. You know, I believe the same way um, about Democrats as I do about um, different faiths. I just disagree with them. I'm not saying they're evil or anything. Um, you know, I'm just saying the people. I'm not saying the people are evil. Uh, uh, only God can determine what the outcome of you know that's antithetical to what I believe is about. It's up to Him to judge that. But I believe what I believe, and to live and let someone else live is what you know you should do. So I've never hated anyone or wished ill on anyone <clears throat> for you know, believing ideologically differently than I do. In fact, I think it stimulates great conversation if you want to do that. But there are people now who are so twisted, warped, when it comes to these types of things that they actually wish ill upon others who haven't drank the same flavor of Kool-Aid. They wish ill upon you. And friends, that's wrong. That is so wrong. And so we may have a teachable moment here in this country right now, if we think about it this way. The whole idea of sowing and reaping is, is coming, is, is, is being brought about. You saw the backfiring of uh, the Russian collusion thing. It's it's backfired. The backfiring of the Afghani phone call thing, the impeachment thing, it all backfired. It only exposed them for what it is. In the midst of all of that, in the midst of all of the bad, 
good was going on because our economy was actually booming. If it had not gone to where it was going at the time, we would not, oh my goodness, we'd be in so bad. Our, our, the shape we were in right now is, would be so bad. And as I told you yesterday, no, it was the rolling back. It was the rolling back of those regulations that Obama had put in place that freed the economy to grow and run wild uh, like the American economy is designed to do. That's that's the rolling back of that happened. Any president could have done it. Obama could have done it and, and had the same effect. But eight years, he never did that. In one year, Trump did that. And the economy boomed. Isn't it strange how in the midst of uh, downpours of uh, attacks on this administration, the country itself soared, and he was uh, comes comes through the impeachment process uh, truly unscathed, and the economy is still soaring, and almost immediately, almost immediately after they were raining down the type of turbulence on this administration as they were raining down. Once that stopped and there was some breathing that the president was going to be able to do because, I mean, he was riding high, riding high. All of a sudden, everything that they had tried had failed and they were feeling the ire of it from people on the far left. And if not for Corona virus coming about the way it did, we would be seeing something totally different on that political landscape right now. You'd be seeing much more hoopla blowing up on that political landscape on the Democrat side right now. You, you would see some fireworks. But... For whatever reason, it wasn't intended to be. It wasn't meant to be, right? And so here we are. A teachable moment. You reap what you sow. Yeah. Everything that um, has been tried, everything that has been uh, attempted as far as bringing this president down has failed it has failed and friends I want to say to you I just don't see coincidence in that and I am seeing a light at the end of this tunnel and I am seeing America even now you're seeing signs that the, ex, the ex, there's signs of exhilaration in the stock market. We're seeing now signs of exhilaration in the stock market. The only thing we have to do is get back on the horse, slap leather, ride. Yeah. 
We can be where we and in your you can keep your political you can think we can think it was uh you know Calvin Coolidge who is responsible for this. You know, if you want to. You can think anything you want to. I know it's not any of that. <laughs> I know that. But let's live this let's at least get our nation to a place where we can live our American our best American life. And we were we were at we were there. I mean, we were there. Oil, we we were there. You know, as long as we were making money and people working, uh, it was okay to pay two dollars a gallon, two two o five or whatever it was for gasoline. Huh? Let the oil man be the oil man. Why are people happy that oil people and the gas gas people are, are are suffering? Why are you happy about that? Don't you like to go fast? <laughs> no, don't you like to go fast? I like to go fast. You know, V eight powered engine. I love going fast. I was looking at this classic vehicle the other day. I'm not gonna be, you know. I'm not going to be, got to be prudent these days. You just can't go. But we were living, we were in a, uh, a situation where we were headed toward uh, um, a time in this country where we could be very liberal and spend. If things go south, you know, people have to clam up. You People have to start tightening their belts. If things go south. We were on our way to being fat fat in this country don't you realize that don't you see that we were on our way to being fat and yeah the president's going to take credit for it I'm going to give him credit for it it doesn't matter who you want to give credit uh, to it doesn't matter we don't have to argue about that we have to be bitter with each other about that I'm giving it to this administration since he rolled back the regulations you want to say it with somebody else that's cool with me you know I'm just saying that whatever it is, we as Americans ought to enjoy it because we've been blessed with it from sea to shining sea. There's nothing wrong with that, is there? There's nothing wrong with that, is there? Not at all. So, Things that we are um, keeping an eye on and uh, things that you need to watch are your friends, your neighbors, your relatives, because there is a mental effect, a psychological effect that is taking place on uh, Americans and probably everyone across the globe now who are having their lives disrupted. We have to think about whether or not um, this was purposely set upon us. And if it was, friends, I am telling you, you have witnessed true evil. We want to know what we want to know so that we can eradicate this and perhaps stand in the way of it happening on this scale ever again. And then those of you who are watching the presidential race, um, 
I have said to you before, and I'm going to say to you again, Joe Biden is not going to be the, the Democrat nominate, nominee. I've said it now for months, months. Goodbye, Joe. Uh, me got to go, me oh my. <sighs> Goodbye, Joe. You might as well pull that P-roll down the bayou. Yeah, man. It's over, Joe. It has not yet been, the surface of this has not yet been scratched, Joe. It is over. I know that we have thrown the sheet over your face on other occasions. We've done that. And you have been pronounced dead on several of those occasions. (laughs) But, of course, this time, if I'm right and, you know, I take no, I don't relish this being something that happens to you. I don't relish it at all, but I'm just saying what I'm seeing is no way out for you, Joe Biden. Even if you find a way out, your own son, Hunter, is going to entangle you and drown you anyway. You won't be able to get out. Mark my word, you heard it here on the C.L. Bryant Show first. Andrew Cuomo, governor of New York, will be drafted most likely in the convention if he doesn't have to come step forward sooner. If if he doesn't have to step forward sooner, because this thing's going to come to a head here pretty quick. We're going to know pretty quick how this is going to affect Joe Biden's campaign. And you have all these people who have endorsed him. It's going to be interesting. Well, friends, um, that's about it for today. I want to thank uh, Michelle for coming on with me. My executive producer was on with me earlier and always great to have her on. And um, thanks a lot. I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day. And I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you again, I'm CL. And may God bless and keep you all.